welcome to the Golf Life Alberta podcast with your hosts, Leah Bathgate-Sneffen and Darren Krause. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Season 1, Episode 2 of the Golf Life Alberta podcast, your resource for everything golf in Alberta. On this podcast, we'll be hearing from people who are industry professionals as well as fellow weekend hackers who just love the game. I'm your host, Leah Bathgate-Sneffen, president and founder of the Alberta Golf Tour and Golf Life Alberta, and I'm here with my co-host, Darren Krause, an accomplished journalist and golf lover. Good morning. Hello, Darren. Thank you for being here again. It's my pleasure. On today's show, we will be chatting PGA and LPGA and a huge giveaway that we're going to be running over the next month that you're not going to want to miss. It could be a total game changer, pun intended. Please give us a follow on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at GolfLifeAB and check our daily updates as we continue to curate content for the website at GolfLifeAB.com. So Darren, you've had an eventful week. Oh yeah, you know what? Um, It's been something else uh, on Friday and you know what? I didn't want to get right into this and, and you know, and start crying uh, on our podcast. And I, I promise you I won't. But, you know, on Friday, what we had to do uh, is something that, you know, any pet owner who has had a pet for a long time and you're forced with the unfortunate decision of having to let them go, um, that was us um, on Friday. And, you know, uh, our dog, Manny, uh, Black Lab, Border Collie, Roddy Cross, um, he's been such an awesome dog over the past 14 years. Um, his health had been going downhill, and we uh, we didn't really want to have to make the decision. Um, and, you know, just sitting here talking about it, that's why I'm pausing, you know, because it, it, it was tough. He had been having some health issues, um, and from there, uh, we took him to the we took him to the vet, and the vet kind of gave us a pretty bleak prognosis. Said he was really old, and that uh, you know it might be the best time to put him down. Um, and so we made that decision. Now the crazy thing was uh, is that we had to go to Sacramento. We had to fly out to Sacramento. My wife is a gymnastics coach. And she had a competition out there. So we were forced to make this decision um, and and have it go through in the course of about two hours. So wow. uh, we took the kids down to the grandparents, the kids. We kind of made them say their final goodbyes um, without them really even knowing it. Mm-hmm. And so then we took them to the vet. We did our thing. And then we flew out all tear-filled going to the airport and yeah. we ended up in Sacramento. And Sacramento, you okay? So let's end this on a really high note. <laughs> Sacramento is, it's a great city. Uh, you know, a, a lot of times California cities, you know, you think of you think of Los Angeles, you think of San Francisco, you think of San Diego, you know, and for golfers especially, you think Palm Springs. But Sacramento was actually uh, quite amazing. The history there is unbelievable. Uh, I had a, I toured the, California State Railroad Museum. I went down to the state capitol. Uh, it's a old mining area, so there's some some really cool history about uh, about the mining. And so, you know, if anything, I would really recommend Sacramento. I know a lot of people are going to fly into San Francisco, but if you have an opportunity to take a day trip out to Sacramento, I think it's well worth it. Um, really great place. Uh, the weather is 
you know, quite similar to a lot of other California locations, a little bit higher elevation. But uh, all in all, I would definitely recommend Sacramento as a place for anybody to go. And there is golf there too. So that's a bonus. Awesome. Yeah. And you kind of took about the rest yourself? of us on a, well, you took the rest of us on a bit of a tour of Sacramento because you kept yeah. going live everywhere at your train museum and at the Capitol building and whatnot. It did look yeah. awesome. You know, I, I was by myself, so I thought, heck, why not bring those people who are uh, out there watching on Facebook or who want to see it on Facebook afterwards, give them a little bit of a virtual tour. So that's, uh, it, it, it was a fun, it was a fun part of the trip. That's, it was neat for sure to yeah. see everything. Um, yeah, no, me, myself, I had a pretty uneventful week. I'm just busy trying to continue getting some content on the website and build it to what I have envisioned over the last few months. So that's taking a lot more time than anticipated. Um, but yesterday I actually met up with one of the Alberta golf tour players, Dan Stilling at his home course of Pine Hills, which is in Rocky mountain house. Mm-hmm, um, nice course. Yeah. Their associate professional Rochelle has brought in her own personal uh, simulator there. So they've got some indoor golf happening right in the middle of their pro shop too, which is pretty cool. And so we got to play, Cody and I played around with Dan and Rochelle yesterday at Pine Hills. So that was awesome because their course is actually pretty close to where we live, which is in the middle of nowhere. So and how did nice you play? You know what? Um, Dan actually ended up making a birdie on 18 while I bogeyed it to just beat me by one. I had him by one going into 18. I shot an 83. I, I wasn't disappointed with it i was hitting the ball better than i was at the schedule release can never be disappointed with an 83 nope nope i'm super happy with that cody on the other hand was having a rough time (laughs) getting it to pick up his shots but um i won't tell you what he shot but i well you know my (laughs) advice to cody would be if you hit the ball um that always helps yes it doesn't really pick up duffs that well (laughs) it doesn't and um it also he was well he kept having to hit a few of every shot because he kept not putting the ball on the laser, so it wasn't even picking no. up the ball to begin with. It was pretty Cody, funny. come on. I know. Um, while we were there, they have a TV in the pro shop too, so we got to tune in to the final round of the tournament, and there is go, Phil, go. a lot of drama. Okay, so for those of you who don't know me, <laughs> I have an unhealthy obsession with being a huge fan of Phil. Um, Phil is actually who got me interested in golf back when he won the, oh my gosh, I'm going to screw up this year, 2006 Masters? I think so. I think so. I hope so. I didn't even fact check that one. Hopefully I didn't (laughs) screw that up. Um, I'm pretty sure that's the year I, I really, really got into golf. So ever since 2006, I have been the biggest Phil fan and... Of course, I have been waiting for years for him to win again. Now, let's not not talk about the the guy he was in a playoff with. So Justin Thomas mm-hmm. in contention in a playoff for the second week in a row. Did you see his hole out on 18? Uh, you know what? I did. It was, uh, I mean, you know what? Every every golfer dreams of making that shot, flying it in just over the pin, having a little bit of juice, and having it roll back so nicely into the hole. Um yeah, you know what? Uh, Justin Thomas has had 
Uh, I mean, he's had a, a real string of great golf let lately. I mean, he is on fire, back-to-back rounds of of eight under, I think. Uh, he even said afterwards that uh, he didn't think that he was going to be even close to a playoff there at the end of the day. Yeah, it was it was pretty cool to see. Now, did you see, did you see in the playoff when that cameraman just about stepped on his ball? I mean, if you're a cameraman, being a media guy, if you're a cameraman, you've got to know where you are and what the hell you're doing out there. And I mean, you got to have your head like on a swivel. The ball could be anywhere, you know, let, let alone being on the ground there. It could be coming at you. If you're not paying attention to what's going on, I mean, you're going to get hit or worse yet, you're going to, I mean, if, if that cameraman would have stepped on that ball and given him an, an even worse lie, it was already a little bit buried as it was, mm-hmm. but I mean, that, that cameraman, I'm sorry to say this, but really has to get his head out of his ass. Yeah, for sure. Do you think that that kind of got in JT's head right before he hit that shot? Yeah, I do. You know, I think um, anything like that, I mean, he held his hand out, you know, kind of keeping him away from the ball. Um, And you know what? These guys are professionals, um, so they block out a lot of that stuff. Um, But I would say it's a lot of stuff that is typical on the golf course, Um, Mm -hmm. you know, whether it's an airplane flying overhead, you know, maybe their their playing partner rattling some clubs or, or, or that sort of thing. But something like this that doesn't happen very often, um, especially so blatantly in such an important part of the tournament, mm-hmm. you know, I had to think it probably did rattle him. What do you think? Well, you know, he doesn't usually has have to like physically get involved. He had to stick his arm out to get the guy to not step on his ball. Like he had to physically get his own body involved in keeping that guy away. So I also think that it probably did get in his head. Now, to be fair, I'm I'm impressed that he didn't bring it up. The the uh, analysts were trying to get it out of him at the end of the tournament after he lost that playoff hole and mm-hmm. try and get him to say something. And he didn't. He didn't blame it on that, which, you know, gives me more mad respect for JT. So, but... Yeah, I, I, I think in the end, he was happy to actually be there. And that kind of goes yeah. back to that comment that he, he said, if you would have asked me two days ago... If I was going to expect to be in a playoff, he he said, I, I would have thought you were crazy. And so I think that he was just, you know, happy to be in that moment. And you know what? That's the that's a sign of a of a real true professional is when you don't blame it on something little like that. That's beyond your control. Um, but you're just happy about the the overall outcome. And and, f- you know, for me as a fan watching where his game's at, it is really remarkable. Yeah, absolutely. Now, Phil. I believe by the time JT finished, Phil was, I want to say, on 15. Mm-hmm. Um, and he was two shots back after that eagle. So they were tied right. at minus 14. JT went to minus 16 with the hole out, which forced Phil to have to make some birdies coming in. He did. It was... Uh... It was typical Phil golf. You know, there's nobody, um, I, don't, I don't care who you're talking about, maybe Tiger in his absolute prime, but there's nobody when the pressure is on who I want hitting the golf ball uh, other than Phil, Phil Mickelson. He is, he's an absolute stud. He, you know, unlike you, I have this obsession with him. Um, whenever somebody asks me, you know, who your favorite golfer is, and I say Phil Mickelson, you know, <laughs> they roll their eyes and are like, oh, blah, Me too. blah, blah. Yeah. <laughs> um, but you know what? Um, 
it, it was pressure. It was pressure golf at its finest. You know, I think he drained the birdie on 15. I think, uh, uh, yeah, I think he drained the birdie on, on, on 15 there. Um, but then w- went on and, you know, made the pressure putt. He left himself on 18, like, uh, uh, oh man! About four feet short. And, and if you're and a it, Phil fan, you know he misses those. Oh, and, he does. And relatively often. I know. So I, that I was. was a I was nervous too. Yeah, yeah. I man, that was a knee knocker. I have to say, I was nervous. It was actually my shot when we were playing golf at Pine Hills, and I just, I was like, no, I have to watch the TV. I can't concentrate on hitting a shot right now when Phil's got a four footer to go into a playoff. Yeah. You know, but if that's one thing about Phil's game uh, that is different from, say, the past two years, um, a lot of people who have followed Phil know that he's had some struggles with putting. He's changed his grip probably four four times over the past two years, Um, and he's now seeming to be comfortable with that claw grip, especially for his shorter Mm -hmm. putts. Um, And I think, you know, that confidence with the putter uh, really helped him um, you know, get where he was uh, over this weekend. And he's actually been golfing quite well over the past few weeks. He has. Yeah, he had before this weekend, I believe his last three starts were top 10 finishes, they were saying as well. So he has been playing really, really good. Um, it is his first win since 2013. Mm-hmm. That's like five years ago. We have been waiting so long for this. So I was, I was really happy. I do love JT, as you guys probably got from the last episode, but... You know what I told him? This is the mom coming out in me. I was like, JT, you just won last week. As he was about to hit his par putt on that playoff hole, I was like, sharing is caring. You can let <laughs> Phil have one, okay? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and yeah, so super happy for Phil. Now, in the LPGA, Brooke Henderson stormed out. I mean, she was close to the top of the leaderboard the entire tournament, but she had a heck of a final round and ended up in a tie for second place, which is mm-hmm. awesome. So huge congratulations. She is making Canada proud. She continues um, to play great golf, very consistent, probably one of the more consistent women on the L- uh, on the LPGA Tour. Yeah, for sure. And then another first win in quite some time since the 2014 U.S. Women's Open, Michelle Wee took it. How yeah, about that? When we, when we talk about consistency and Brooke Henderson, um, you get to the other side of it, and uh, it's Michelle Wee. Um, her struggles, her ups and downs have been chronicled, you know, since she broke out onto the LPGA Tour. Um, with, I mean, she's she's probably one of the bi- one of the biggest hitters on the LPGA Tour. So many different swing changes, putting style changes, that sort of thing. You know, I've always been a I would say probably a, you know, casual fan of Michelle Wee's because, you know, she's, she gets a lot of camera time, but she's rarely up high on the leaderboard. Mm -hmm. Um, And I've been wanting for her to do well because I think, you know, despite the spotlight that's been on her, she's handled it relatively well. And, you know, now she's, you know, back up on top. And I I hope it really bodes well for her game overall. Yeah. Well, and, in talking about her changes, she also had an equipment change with Nike right. getting out of the equipment game um, mm-hmm. at the beginning of last year. So um, now this is pretty cool. Both winners this weekend between PGA and LPGA are Callaway players. Mm-hmm. And interesting enough, I don't know if you saw the ads on TV this weekend because it, this has been a tagline of TaylorMade for so long, but Callaway has now taken over the title of number one driver in golf. 
It's not surprising. Um, I think after last year, uh, especially from a recreational golfer's perspective, you bring in that jailbreak technology on the the new Callaway driver. um, That got a lot of fanfare. I know TaylorMade's, you know, up there, and there's still a lot of of players, especially with that new twist face coming out. Mm-hmm. Uh, but but Callaway continues to produce good clubs. I have you know a set of Callaway uh, X2 Hot Pros that I play. Um, really good, solid golf club, and you know they stayed consistent. And you know even going back to the to the Big Bertha and and that sort of thing. Um, you know, just a great set of great set of golf clubs all around. Yeah, and they've really turned things around in terms of the business aspect of things mm-hmm. the last couple of years as well. So great yeah, to see Callaway back on top. Yep. Uh, now we have chip shots brought to you by Callaway golf uh, today and tomorrow. The PGA of Alberta is holding its annual general meeting and spring seminar featuring amazing keynote speakers, such as Kevin Lowe from the Oilers entertainment group, as well as Cameron McCormick, who is Jordan Spieth's coach. So isn't that cool that we have our PGA of Alberta professionals learning from guys like this? I think that's amazing. Yeah, I think it is really good. It kind of, it kind of speaks to the commitment, you know, that the PGA of Alberta has to uh, developing the professionals in the province. They can help develop, you know, the, the, the lesser golfers out there, like myself, um, although, you know what, I can honestly say I've never taken an official lesson, only lessons from people who play better golf than I do. Um, <laughs> I probably should go to, to take a lesson or two, but, uh, but yeah, but you know what, the thing is, Leah, um, you know, no matter how good the lessons are, if the weather doesn't turn around in this province, we are not going to be able to get out on the golf course as quickly as we want. Oh my gosh, this snowstorm that just blew through the last couple of days. This is insane. We're never going to be able to golf. I know. I mean, you know, last year at this time, we were there, there were a number of courses in the area that were talking about early openings. I think some of them down here uh, in the Calgary area were, you know, opened, you know, weather permitting uh, on March 15th. I think I might have played Fox Hollow on March 22nd last year. Um, now we did get all four seasons. There was some good snow, some good, uh, rain. And then of course we had a little bit of sunshine. Um, but by the first week of April, we, we had a number of courses opening and, you know, it was, it, it seems to be a regular thing in, in the Calgary area that courses open at the first of April. But I think, you know, as, as, as you've been talking to some people, it might not be until, you know, the middle to end of April. Yeah, or or even possibly later. The the snow is not melting, and when the overnight temperatures sink as low as they do as well, it becomes harder during the day when the sun is out, and even mm-hmm. if the temperatures do get warmer, for that snow to actually start melting. Now, you don't want the melt in the freeze either, because then that creates ice, and mm-hmm. you get a whole bunch of snow mold on the course. You get dead grass, on the especially on the greens. You don't want ice on the golf course. Um, I was just talking to River Spirit on Friday and they're thinking out there, you know, they're a little bit in the foothills, right? Just outside Mm -hmm. of the cities and and in a pretty open spot. So they're getting a little bit more than maybe some of the courses in the city, but they're thinking May 1st at the earliest. Yeah. So so if you're, if, if, if you're getting that itch to golf, uh, especially if you're in Southern Alberta, it's probably not going to come anytime soon. Uh, You'll have to hit the outdoor range, uh, the heated ranges, um, or You'll have to do as you did this past weekend, Leah, and that is hit some of those indoor golf simulators. Yeah, absolutely. Now, on what's what they take is the warmer side of the Rockies, 
um, <laughs> Copper Point in Invermere yeah. uh, sent out an email last week saying that their target opening date is March 23rd still. So, um, I mean, it, they do have really good early season golf out there. So hopefully the weather cooperates and they can at least open a little bit early and maybe get some Easter vacationers out that yeah, way exactly copper Point is a copper point is a great golf course if you've never oh, been there before so good and my i have to say brian who is the gm and scott who is the head pro out there we had championship out there in 2015 and so obviously i got to work with those two a lot on that and they are two of the best people in the business i have to say they they just get it and yeah. they they like to create that great experience for their customers yeah. Um, so now they're going to be, what, sorry, I was go just going to say what, so what can people do in, while they're waiting for this weather to warm up in order to, you know, kind of serve that golf fix? Well, lucky for them this weekend, we've got the Edmonton golf show coming up, which is put on by the PGA of Alberta. Um, if you are interested in learning more about that, just search hashtag YEG golf show and you should get some information on whether it's Instagram, Facebook, wherever mm-hmm. online. Um, now the Edmonton show is a little bit smaller than the Calgary show, but you still get a bunch of excellent booths there. The main ones, number one, the clearance center. I always yeah, tell sure. everyone at my booth, I'm like, just the nine o'clock crowd that comes in on Saturday morning. Don't even try you're just going, you're, you're either going to get ignored or you're going to piss somebody off. Don't yeah. even try to talk to them until they've been to the clearance center, got what they wanted to get, and they're back to roaming around mode. Because who are we to slow these people down from getting to the clearance center? Well, they, the clearance center always has the biggest crowds at any golf show I've been to. Oh, and the deals you can get there. You guys, these the golf courses are trying to clear out last year's inventory. Mm-hmm. And so... All of their product is marked down, whether it be clothes, shoes, gloves, balls, clubs, you name it. You yeah. can get a great deal on it. Bags, you can get so much at these clearance centers. So um, that's for sure the number one attractor of the golf shows. Um, and then the second attractor is the indoor driving range, which features mm-hmm. all the manufacturers that bring their new products. So you, you'll be able to hit. Um, actually, TaylorMade wasn't there last year. I should have maybe confirmed whether or not they were going to be here this year. Um, but uh, the the Callaway Rogue drivers or Irons and mm-hmm. hopefully the Twist Base you can try. Mizuno is there. Ping is there. Um, Adams is usually there as well. Wilson is usually there. So you can hit any club you want and just kind of get a feel for, for what you like and some of the new technology out there, which is pretty awesome. Um, the other thing you can get there by beside the driving range is the PGF Alberta professionals actually are offering free 10 minute lessons. Have you ever taken advantage of that at any of the shows you've been at? No, I haven't. Uh, I like I mentioned earlier, you know, taking a quick lesson. Um, I've heard from a lot of people, a lot of people who are accomplished golfers, they say everybody's got to take at least some sort of a lesson from from a professional. If there's one thing in your swing, if there's a swing flaw that they can uh, see and fix just with, you know, a quick look, I think it's probably worth it. And it's going to probably drop some strokes off your score. Absolutely. I, even though I'm, I have a booth there and I should probably be working at my booth instead, I'd still take the 10 minute <laughs> lesson every yeah. year. Cause I, and, and I try to, take it with the same person every year because that's one of the things I got told stop taking 
these little lessons from different people all the time because they're going to see different people in your or different things in your swing. And mm. then all of a sudden you're going to have 20 swing thoughts when you go to swing next. And yeah, no kidding. That's going to make you worse, not better. So yeah. um, the, the lessons are amazing. And then also within there is um, some of the contests. So they've got sure. a flight scope set up and they do a long drive competition with different you know, male, female, junior, senior, mm -hmm. etc., as well as a chipping contest. So they have a big flag hanging from the ceiling and you have to chip it through um, a hole in the flag. And then you get these little tokens that you can then take over to the fundraising area. I believe in Edmonton, they typically are raising money for the Ronald McDonald charity. Okay. And um, so the money that you pay to participate in the long drive and the chipping contest then goes to the fundraising efforts and then there's different boxes that have different prizes associated with them so whatever tickets you win it's kind of like at an arcade right you take your tickets and then you go and buy well usually you know i went to the rec room the other weekend and we ended mm -hmm. up buying like just ridiculous like like fun dip or something just kind of right, a useless right. prize right yep. so here you can actually enter to win like an entire weekend in victoria including your hotel and airfare and things like that so um the contests and the giveaways are awesome they have over fifty thousand dollars in giveaways wow. and each of the show or each of the booths are also required to have exclusive show specials so you can hmm. get discounted green fees or discounted you know 10 punch passes, show only stay and play deals. So if you want to go to Copper Point or, you know, anything out in that region, even as far south as Cranbrook, you've got Shadow Mountain and Wildstone and St. Eugene out there. Um, you can get some really, really good deals at these shows. Yeah. And then uh, also, if you want a discount to get in, go to our website, golflifeab.com. Search for one of the recent posts about the golf shows. On mm -hmm. there, we've got a $2 off coupon, um, which you can use either on Saturday or Sunday. We also have a $15 family pass, which is just for Sunday. And on Sunday, there will actually be free junior clinics and whatnot. So you can actually get the kids involved. There is a junior section there all the time. So if you want to bring the kids mm -hmm. at another time, that's totally fine. There will be stuff for them to do. Um, but Sunday is family day and the kids usually get to hit balls at, at a guy at one of the pros who's dressed <laughs> up in, in a Velcro suit and the kids just love hitting balls at him. So, um, that's, that's a, a pretty fun. fun one. Yeah, for sure. So, so Leah, you've been to a lot of these golf shows, um, and you know what, I've been to a number of them o over the past few years. Would you say that there's been a, a little bit more of an emphasis on technology in the golf game? Um, you know, whether it's down to your shoes or, or socks or right up to the drivers and, and that sort of a, a, a thing. The emphasis a little bit less on golf courses, you know, golf lessons and more on technology or am I a little bit off base there? Uh, are you talking in terms of like the booths that are yeah, booths there? and booths and just kind of like where people are flocking to? You know, I would say that for the most part, the booths at the golf show are still mainly the golf courses. Oh, okay. Um, and yeah, mainly the golf course or tourist type of, of situations mm -hmm. or um, Edmonton actually sees a few more of these booths than Calgary does. Um, things like uh, pain management. Oh, OK. So laser therapy, massage, physio, you name it, that kind of stuff. Um, I've seen more of that. Um, but yeah, in terms of technology or 
booths with technology. I haven't necessarily seen much of that at the consumer mm -hmm. shows, but on the flip side right. of that, in October, the PGA of Alberta holds the buying shows, which is just for right. the green grass facilities. And I would say I at those at that show specifically, because mm -hmm. they want to go through the pro shops, not direct to customers. So Right. So so for the pain management, I, ju I just have to ask, if I'm playing poorly on the golf course, will the pain management people help me on course? Because trust me, there's a lot of pain that happens sometimes on the golf course when I'm playing. I don't think so. I think you're you're gonna have to pop a couple Advil and, and get through that yeah, yourself, exactly. and then go see them after. <laughs> yeah. So now, Leah, the Alberta Golf Tour, of course, has a booth there, and I'm wondering maybe you can just give me a a high level view of what uh, people can expect at the Alberta Golf Tour booth this year. Well, this year we have actually, because I am the founder of both Golf Life Alberta mm -hmm. and Alberta Golf Tour, and I do want to start reaching more golfers and not just with tournament golf, we have sure. registered the booth as Golf Life Alberta this oh, year. Okay. Obviously, that's where people can still find Alberta Golf Tour information, though. Um, and most of the signage is obviously still going to be Alberta Golf Tour because this is still so new. Mm -hmm. um, now... Remember at the beginning of the episode, I gave you guys a little bit of a teaser about a huge giveaway. Um, Ooh, drum roll. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, we are so pleased. This is our second year in a row where uh, Callaway has sponsored the tour. Mm -hmm. um, so last year, we didn't actually get news of the sponsorship in time for the golf shows. This year, I made sure that we did, so we are super pumped to be giving away at our booth, either the winner can choose a Rogue driver or a Callaway or a set of Callaway Rogue irons. Like, oh, that's pretty impressive We're talking stuff. like I mean, up to $1,100 in prizing here at our yeah, booth alone. Callaway has, Callaway has gone above and beyond. Uh, I mean, I know that last year, I believe it was the Epic Driver um, that was the giveaway. Um, and yes. this year, to have something like this is, I, I mean, for, uh, for this tour to be able to get some support from a maker like, uh, like Callaway is pretty fantastic. They have been so supportive and, and they know you know, they know the, the reach that we have, especially through the tournament golf. And that's another reason why I'm so excited for this golf life, Alberta, you know, tournament golf, even though ours is laid back and fun and, and we still want everyone to come out to it. It's not for everyone and not everyone wants to play it. So sure. that's why I'm still excited to, you know, really promote this game in this province, even if it isn't in tournament golf, but also help promote Callaway because they, like I said, have been so supportive of helping us grow the game in this province. So right. very, so, very excited so about that. What else are we going to see at the booth, uh, the Golf Life Alberta slash AGT booth? Well, in order to enter for these irons, uh, the entry is going to be kind of filling out a little bit of a, a, a questionnaire for us, if you will. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. throughout the month of March, we are going to be doing nominations. Uh, we're going to come up with a digital magazine in May. And so throughout the month right. of March... Um, one of the big things that we're going to start with in May is awarding courses with, you know, a best, a best of, if you will, um, right. type of award. So we're going to be nominating courses for everything from, you know, best overall course condition, best greens, best for three, four, five, et cetera, to best things like best hot dogs. 
best beer selection, <laughs> best patio, things that, you know, the weekend hacker care a little bit more about best right. value for the money, etc. Mm-hmm. best golf cart. Did you know you probably didn't because this is just a totally random conversation. I was talking to the guys at bears paw the other week and mm-hmm. They're getting a brand new fleet of golf carts. I mean, this is also the joy of a private golf club. But yeah, they're getting sure. these brand new club car uh, golf carts with buckets, like leather bucket seats in it. Isn't wow. that wild? Kind of pays to be a member out at Bears Pod, doesn't it? Yes. Well, and they're getting a brand new clubhouse built right now, too. So, oh, wow. Yeah, they're getting spoiled out there, which is nice. No kidding. Yeah. Do you, uh, do you have a place, uh, like if you were to think of a best of off the top of your head, um, I know you, that you don't want to single out any particular courses, oh, Lee, but I'm going to put you on the spot here. You are. Um, let's just say uh, best par five. Oh, boy. Huh. Best par five. See, I'm a girl and not a super long hitter. I'm not a fan of par fives. <laughs> I will say my favorite par five only because if I if the wind is with me and I hit two really good shots I can actually reach it into would mm-hmm. be number oh my gosh 13 I believe it is at Speargrass right okay how I'm about you go, okay well you know what I'm gonna go with my home course um Darcy Ranch Golf Club here in Okotoks has a beautiful par five on number seven that winds right through the valley. It's pretty narrow, but it's got steep cliffs on both sides. Oh, Um, that's one with the water right of the green, isn't it? That's right. Um, It is almost, unless you can pound it down the neck about... about 350 where it's only about 25 yards wide um you're definitely looking at a three shot hole there even though it's not super long um it's probably only about uh, about 530 yards um from the from the blues it gets a little bit longer probably about 580 from the blacks um but yeah it's it's a definite three shot hole um but the scenery there is fantastic on that hole and that's probably why i like it that's true it is that whole course has really nice scenery depending whether you're low or high in the valley or you get the the little views of the mountaintops, right? Yeah, indeed it is a fantastic course. Okay, here's one for you since you put me on the spot. (laughs) Okay. Um, Best patio. Oh, best patio. Um, You know what? I would probably have to go with, um, where was it? Um, mm -mm -mm. Well, it's pretty tough to beat, you know, if you go to some of the private courses like the Hamptons or something like that, it's pretty tough to beat some of those patios. Um, But actually, the one that I would say, (laughs) the best patio that I've been on, unfortunately, um, I know this is not Alberta, but the one that sticks out in my mind, um, I I believe it's at Rancho Manana in Phoenix. It's a pretty nice patio. It's got they have a lot of nice patios down there. Yeah. So I mean, I mean, I uh, I would honestly say that you know there's there's some good patios, but I'm more of a grab at the turn and uh, drink beer kind of guy as opposed to patio uh, in Alberta because most of the time when I play, it's a little bit later in the afternoon or the evening, so there isn't as much time to to uh, to hit the patio. That's fair. Now I'm super, I'm super excited. Um, I haven't sat on this patio yet because it is still being renovated and I don't think that it's safe to do so yet. And I don't think (laughs) anyone except construction workers are allowed there, but I am really looking forward to sitting on the new patio at Kananaskis. Ooh, yeah. Uh That's going to be a blast. (laughs) 
for and, sure. And for those of you out there who don't know, the Alberta Golf Tours Championship will be held out at Kananaskis this year. Um, I think everybody who who goes into tournaments this year is going to be, you know, with their eyes focused on that end goal of of being a part of the Kananaskis Championship this year. I think it's going to be great. Oh, it's going to be so good. Um, so I think that's pretty much all for today. We kind of yeah, went good over show. our time Jam-packed. a little bit. Yeah, yeah, it's good. No, it was good. So next week, not too sure yet who our visitor is going to be, but I'm hoping that we do actually have another guest that can call in next week for the first time, which mm-hmm. will be very exciting. Uh, don't forget to download us on the iTunes store, Google Play, SoundCloud. There's also a tab on the Golf Life AB website for all of our podcasts. And as well, make sure you follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and like us on Facebook, Golf Life AB. You've been listening to the Golf Life Alberta podcast.